Welcome to the Next of the Hub, the TV series hub podcast. Join us to explore the entertainment galaxy in this new feature made with love from fans and for fans. If you like debates, neck talks, and to be well informed about TV and film, this is the podcast for you. From Nerks to Nerks. Welcome to Nerks of the Hub. I am your host, Kelsey, and I am joined today by our first repeat guest, creator and writer of The Few, Sam Benjamin. Yes, the first repeat guest gets in. <laughs> we are so excited to have you. If you haven't listened to Sam's episode, go ahead and uh, you need to go back and listen to that. It's episode seven. Um, he talks all about his career, Doctor Who, Justice League, and The Few Season 1, which we loved. And we are so excited to have you back because now we are talking The Few Season 2. Crowdfunding, it's coming. We're excited. Yes, yes. <laughs> Welcome to The Few Universe. The Few Universe. I love it. All right. So this will come out on the 22nd. Crowdfunding launches the 22nd. Correct. It's going to be on, it's going to be on Indiegogo October 22nd. Uh, we're launching the crowdfunding for two weeks. Uh, we're going to make the link available. Uh, obviously, it's going to drop on the day. So uh, be on Twitter at the Few Series and Instagram at Funiverse. So uh, just make sure you're following that, and it'll drop. And then we've got obviously all the perks will be revealed. Um, so yeah, we're looking for help to get it made. Our first season was quite frankly done on a complete shoestring budget, um, next to nothing in terms of filmmaking. Um, we just got people in that we knew who were passionate about it and loved the script. But this time around, we said if we were going to do a second series, like any sequel, we want to make it bigger, longer, better, more action-packed, and we want to make sure that all the talent um, are like compensated well or as well as possible instead of just calling in favors. So, yeah, that's the plan. So we need your help. So this is why I really appreciate being on. Yeah, well, we're excited. I mean, you know, bigger, longer, better. It's hard to beat that. Uh, what is your initial goal that you're trying to meet then? Um, it is to be confirmed. We're just finalizing that at the moment. Um, and it also ah. depends. <laughs> and I really wish, I, I, well, you know what else? It, it totally depends on, to be quite honest. Um, we're in talks with um, a bit of a legendary actor in the sci-fi world that we are hoping is going to like the character that we've written for him. Um, so uh, that's, that's what I've been doing. I've been quite busy um, this weekend, you know, talking to my agent and things. And so, yeah, it's pretty exciting. I can't obviously say anything just yet, but um, yeah, there's a bit of a, a sci-fi legend that potentially could be in it. So, yeah, everything to do with that and locations and timing and all of that kind of stuff. I mean, we've got a ballpark figure, but, yeah, we'll just um, – I'm just uh, talking with my co-creator, Sam Bradford, and we're going to finalize what the final figure is nearer to October 22nd. Okay. Well, this is exciting. I already feel like a repeat, repeat pod coming on. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, definitely, yeah. All right, so we're excited for Season 2, uh, crowdfunding on October 22nd. What kind of incentives do you have available for us? So we got lots of we're calling them super perks, super perks. I love um, it. For a super universe super <laughs> perks. You got the lingo going. Yeah, huh? <laughs> yeah, super perks for a super powered universe. So um, we've obviously got um, obviously anyone who donates will become officially part of the hashtag universe. 
We've also uh, got a, a special official few e-card, which will be personalized. We've got, um, you know, some social media shout outs. We've got um, digital and hard copies of the script, signed copies of the script, some exclusive behind the scenes footage that will only be sent to certain people. We can do a personal video shout out. Um, and then we've got some credits available, special thanks credit. We've also got special guest packages for the London premiere. Um, and then also, but obviously if anyone wants to hold an American one, then we're all game. Uh, and then we've got also got, you know, on-set visits, producer credits, associate producer, executive producer, and the top, top, top super perk is a walk-on par in season two of The Few. Which sounds amazing and uh, makes me wish I lived in London. But I do feel like you're really, I mean, like a 10-minute Skype, you should offer those because people want to talk to their actors. I'm just, just you know, as a fan, you know, like a 10-minute Skype with the creator and star would be a pretty nice perk for most people. Now, am I going to do it? Probably not because I get to do it for free. But, um, <laughs> you know. It's, 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 it's harsh because it's true. <laughs> But, uh, you know, that's a pretty awesome perk. But those sound really cool. I'm very excited. So we know that it's obviously going to have a bigger budget. We talked about, you know, you wanting to um, pay your actors as opposed to asking for a favor. One of the things that we talked about last pod that we really loved was the very, I don't want to say it was minimalistic, but this, like, very selective use of CGI special effects stuff to where it was super impactful. Now, with a bigger budget, is that something that you're hoping to do more of, or will it still, or will that be more for, you know, locations that pay that sort of thing? It's basically going to be like Avengers: Infinity War. It's going to be nonstop <laughs> action, special effects. Um, no, I I like that you clocked that and noticed it. Obviously, sometimes limitations can be a virtue, and that's what we found with the first series. So. The second series is very much we are sticking to our roots in terms of making it a working class story, a relatable story with relatable characters. And as part of that, we want to like any what I think is good science fiction is when it's one piece of magic that sends ripples through the whole world that we're in. So with that in mind, we are going to be very it's going to be more expansive. The as you know, Pete Joker would say, aggressive expansion. Um, <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> so we're, we're gonna we're gonna do a so there, there's way more action, there's way more effects, there's way more powers being used, and that's partly because the stakes of the story are higher, and there's much more of an epic finale. So we also we're up in the the special effects quite a significant amount but and we're also upping the emotion and we're also upping the actual the hand-to-hand physical action and stunts so hence why it's going to be it's going to take a lot longer to film the locations are going to be more expensive the talent is going to be more expensive and it's just going to require a bit more time to you know choreograph fights and do all of that kind of stuff um because we really want to give people, you know, satisfied in terms of the action, the drama, the emotion, the laughs, all of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, we, we're still keeping it grounded. Um, it's not going to be like Infinity War. Um, so, yeah, hopefully people will enjoy that. 
So with that, I know you kind of had mentioned, I don't know if it was in the press release or, or I'd seen another maybe interview where you talked about sort of guerrilla shooting the first one, like location yeah. wise. So this time around, is it going to be sort of similar? Do you choose your locations now based on, I don't know, taxes and stuff? I mean, you hear about people shooting in Vancouver because of incentives and stuff like that. Will that affect where you shoot or is it sort of like, we're just going to do the best we can and... and I mean, I don't know what you mean by guerrilla shooting. I imagine you guys okay, just like jumping out of a car and like, shoot yeah. the theme really, really quick and everybody back in the van. But I don't know if that's accurate. <laughs> okay, well, let me give you an example. Of, I guess guerrilla is quite a filmmaker term, <laughs> but uh, an example of guerrilla shooting would be in the first season when Christian and Anna are walking through uh, Westminster mm -hmm. uh, by the Houses of Parliament. Um, that technically was shot guerrilla style quote unquote because we didn't ask anyone permission to film there we just turned up and we rolled the cameras we set it up um we did it um and the, you know it's it's like there's always a gray area sometimes so if you're shooting for example in a very public if you were just rocked up to piccadilly circus and started shooting and there was a big, you know, in those kind of big places, there's a big police presence and things like that, and they will challenge you. But there's like a fine line between because obviously you can't stop the public from recording stuff. Um, but there's always a fine line because obviously if you're disturbing other people and things like that. But I guess we just tried to find locations in the first series that we could do like that. Whereas in the second season, knowing just because you have to elevate it, you know, there's a scene, we've got a very cool scene an opening scene in like a greasy spoon cafe in the west end you can't really go into a cafe and be like okay let's just let's just film it let's just film it <laughs> uh, well they're not looking the owner's not looking okay just whisper the lines whisper the lines so stuff like that it's like well and that's part of the, the joy of filmmaking is right we've hired the cafe for the night we've got eight hours to you know to express ourselves to get the actors ready to rehearse the scenes to really get into the meat of the scene and shoot set up the camera and some gorgeous shots but you know sam bradford the director and co-creator he's a bit of a genius in terms of finding shots that are, that are really you know beautiful to look at and add to the story so so yeah that's what i mean by gorilla but um the, so for the second season it's just going to be a bit more a bit more relaxed because it'll be a case of hiring the location which means that you got more time you got you know a safer environment for the actors safer as in for their acting choices not right. safer as in for their personal safety it's always safe you know we create a safe environment but yeah so that that's the kind of thing we want to go for and with the second one you know you can have more a bigger variety of locations to tell a more expansive story. So, you know, whether you want a cafe or a nightclub or, you know, all those kind of places that we didn't really have the money for in the first series. Okay. Well, that sounds cool. I mean, you did so much with the first series. I will ask because I know, th I think that Uber and I had mentioned this to you um, in the first podcast that the first one, we loved it so much, but it did very much feel almost like a trailer for something bigger coming. Yeah. So are we going to get, with a full 60 minutes this time around, are we going to get a more, like, full, complete story? Or is it going to be yeah. like, we're leaving you hanging again for more, for, for season three? The answer is yes to both. Okay. So that's, and that's part of the reason why, because we've delayed making this series a little bit because Sam Bradford and I have been, A, quite busy with other projects, and B, um, it is quite daunting to 
to, you know, to create your own, as you know, you know, with the podcast, you know, creating your own thing, putting yourself out there and just saying, Hey guys, this is my idea. I want to do it. We need some help. But we, the more we watch the first series and the more we listen to people responding to us on Twitter and Instagram or email or whatever, and the more we realized we kind of owe it to the fans and the audience of season one to make a season two, because it was very teasing and it was almost like you say, like a like an introduction to the universe almost. Um, so I feel like once series two is out there, the first series will become kind of like a little, almost like if it was like a a prequel comic that comes for free or something like that. Yeah, I think that's what it'll be because and and the finale of the season one does leave people on a cliffhanger. The second season is going to have a much more definitive ending, a much more powerful ending, but. There might be, you know, maybe there's a little post-credit sequence in there. You know what I mean? That kind of just to give people, you know, keep it moving. But we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Okay. So you, you you talk about a prequel comic. This is a very, I mean, it's not obviously based on a comic book series because it's your original ideas. Has that been something that you guys have thought about sort of doing alongside it? Having a comic book, you know, writing that and having someone do the art? Yeah, definitely. Again, it just comes down to budget. Um, there's a couple of artists, obviously, you know, and I follow artists on Twitter. And if that'd be awesome, I guess that'd be the next step. Of our first media will always be the visual, the TV through online. Um, but yeah, if we, I know that there is one specific artist that I actually want to ask if he wants to do some, just some character posters in his comic book style. Um, but. I, I guess we will we'll play that here. If, if an offer comes in we'll go for it but our priority is is the video content and but yeah i'm definitely open to it um and it'd be interesting because it'd be the reverse of the american comic book tradition because obviously we don't have we're not drawing from a source material we're creating an original concept and original characters so then be interesting to push it into the comic book world and that would also open up other avenues because obviously once you get onto the page there is no limit to what you can do so that'll be the exciting thing about that i mean i know you are a comic book fan having an artist do a character poster i mean it's part of that like <clears throat> you just want yourself as a comic book character on a wall because i would <laughs> i would be like yeah i want myself yeah, as a yeah. superhero yeah um obviously that'd be amazing yeah it would be it would be something great well yeah it's, maybe we should uh yeah that's actually reminding me I'll, I'll contact that artist that i'm thinking of and see see what he thinks um but you know we'll prioritize the series let's get that done first yeah yeah let's do that although you could make like um if he was willing to get on board you know postcards or something as an incentive to send to fans would be pretty cool yes although i don't know whether we're giving him enough time no yeah i guess that would not be <laughs> yeah maybe we can add that in yeah so once you make your your funding you got two weeks to do that what is the timeline like for then you know getting things started getting it rolling how long can fans sort of look at when we would be getting the actual series or is that just way too far out no, uh, we are, because we are crazy, we're doing it, we are just pushing forward. So the crowdfunder finishes in two weeks on, the, on November the 5th. Um, so definitely get on it. Um, otherwise, you might miss out. Um, so we're going to do two weeks, and then we are earmarking shoot dates to be confirmed late November, early mid-December, with possible extra days in January. So that's, that's the plan. And then we'd be looking at, 
depending on post-production. Obviously, the release will be 2019, possibly summer 2019, but yeah, I'd have to... That's not a definite. Um, we'll, we'll set that once we get our post-production information, more detail in terms of what we can do. So it's going to be quick. It's going to be quick. Yeah, it sounds like it. So in your press release, you refer to the superhero lions. Okay, so... I don't know if Lions is just like a term, or is that like, are we talking like team names now? Well, obviously the whole, um, we, one of the things that I am proud about with this series is that we we are drawing on British iconography and culture. Um, peppering in, because I actually, my favorite subject in school was history, so I'm, I'm peppering in as much as I can about, especially because I know that to be honest, like a lot of our fans are from the other side of the pond. So I want to pepper in interesting stuff about British um, history, icons, mythology. So the lion is, you know, a big symbol of Great Britain. If you go into Trafalgar Square, there's, there's a massive, there's, I think there's two massive lions that are made of stone. And that, that image is something quite fascinating. Um, and obviously that ties into the history of empire and things like that. Um, so, yeah, the Lions is the name. So the other thing is, I don't, I don't know if you know, but the England football team's nickname is the Three Lions. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Okay. So on the, if you go, if you Google the England football shirt, the, the, the emblem is Three Lions. Okay. And so the, the medical trial from the first series that Anna, Christian, and Jamie went on, it was unofficially called the Three Lions program. Did you mention that in the first series? Is that not? It is mentioned, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, but, no, but it's cool because it means it's rewatchable. I <laughs> know, I'm like, that's um, terrible. Yeah, so, so, but obviously I didn't reveal too much about it, but there is more that comes out about it in the second series, which also ties into some crucial events in British history as well. Um, but, I actually don't mind that you didn't clock it because with my writing, I, I like dripping in like not too much so that people have to go, oh, wait a minute, what was that? Or they have to go back, you know, kind of, you know, in a Christopher Nolan type vibe of like assume your audience is super quick and super smart because most of the time they are. And also it means that they can go, wait a minute, wait a minute, let me watch that again. Oh, you know, they, they dropped a line in the third scene, which which nods to the, the finale bit and things like that. So hopefully there's a little bit, if you go back and watch the first one, there's a few little peppering of information. And then there is some, hopefully some payoff to that in the third, in the, sorry, in the third. <laughs> We're already jumping ahead in the second series. Big um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, yeah, we'll see. And I like, you know, we include a lot of the imagery of London as well in the first series. We're, we're going to include different imagery of London in the second series, um, especially with an eye on the international audience for people to see, you know, parts of London that they might recognize or not recognize or might make them go, hey, London's a beautiful city or this is modern London, things like that. Okay, so it does pick up six months later. Correct. Yeah. And I imagine yeah. you're not going to tell me much other than, <laughs> other than that. Um, what would you, what, what question would you ask? Well, I want to know why, why the big time, time jump? Because um, we're all like on the cliffhanger, what happened? And now I'm like, well, we're not actually going to get to see about it. We're going to have to hear about it. Well, maybe, maybe you will, maybe you won't. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just wanted to, I wanted to drop 
I didn't think about it a lot. And to be honest, it's taken me over a year to work out where the story's going to go because it could could have it could go in so many ways. So I had to go through all the different scenarios in my head. And in the end, I, I decided that the best thing to do was to drop the audience in and that into this six, six months later, drop the audience in, so many questions, and then gradually it's going to all come out. Well, we are super, super excited. So I do want to ask you really quick, because since the last time we talked, you've done, you've been crazy busy. I mean, it's been like just a couple, a few months, a couple months. Um, you've already shot War of, War of the Worlds for BBC. And you're working on Vengeance 2. Can you tell us a little bit about those two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I filmed a part in BBC's War of the Worlds, which is made by Mammoth, who make Poldark, um, the massive hit show with Eleanor Tomlinson um, and Eleanor Tomlinson is the lead in War of the Worlds along with Rafe Spall who was in uh, the latest Jurassic World and I can't say too much about my character but it, basically the series is, is I believe it's the first adaptation of the novel that is set at the time the novel was written. Okay so it's not like the what Tom Cruise movie was. So it's not as much as I'd like to say that I'm um, doing the Tom Cruise thing. I'm not. But yeah, it's going to be really, uh, it's going to be a great show. It's, I think it's going to be, I mean, the script is fantastic. And the cast is like top to bottom, the best of British talent. And uh, I believe it's going to be released at Christmas time. So it's going to be like the big BBC special. Very exciting. And then Vengeance 2. Can you tell us about that? Vengeance 2, yeah. So Vengeance 2. So I don't know how much, I can't remember now whether you're a WWE uh, fan no um, but well, for the WWE <laughs> fans out there yeah it's so Vengeance 2 is the sequel to Vengeance um, but I believe in some territories it's called I Am Vengeance um, which is a uh, a revenge movie really action-packed gritty but also with a nice twinkle in the eye like an 80s kind of commando or predator that kind of thing um and yeah, it stars uh, Stu Bennett, who was known as Bad News Barrett in WWE. And the sequel that I'm filming right now uh, also stars him, and it also stars Vinnie Jones. Do you know Vinnie Jones? So Vinnie Jones was in Lock, <laughs> Lock Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Did you have you seen that movie? No. Lock Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. I'm so sorry. And did you see? Did you see? Did you see Snatch? Yes. Yeah. So he's in Snatch. Okay. Um, with Brad Pitt. So um, filming that at the moment, um, I'm playing quite a major role in it. Um, we finished filming on this coming Sunday. Oh, so by the time this is out, I will have finished that. Um, but it's been an absolute blast, and I'm working with a lot of legit fighters and wrestlers and jujitsu <laughs> black belts. So it's been quite a baptism of fire um, doing action scenes with those guys. But I'm having an absolute blast. Um, the first film is out now on iTunes, and this one is coming out next year, I believe, in 2019. But yeah, it's a proper, it's almost like if the first one was kind of like a British Punisher, the second one is like a team-up oh, okay. where the, the main character is assigned a mission, but in order to do that mission, he's assigned two young recruits who are like the the shining stars of MI5, kind of black ops, and they and I'm one of them, and we come in, um, myself and a female character called Lynch, 
played by Phoebe Robinson Galvin, and we go in and we're like the by the book people, um, but also young and kind of have a bit of a laugh as well. So we we kind of contrast to his very stern kind of no messing. Uh, Punisher, but British kind of vibe. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. I think it's going to be great. And if you like your '80s action movies, it's going to tick those boxes. Yeah, no, that sounds. <laughs> I mean, and especially an action movie that doesn't take itself too seriously is is totally um, is totally up my alley. So that sounds very exciting. Well, congratulations. Thank uh, you. Anything else you want people to know? What has been a bit crazy is that um, I don't know whether you see. <laughs> um, there's been quite a lot of stuff about the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Um, uh, yeah, there... <laughs> it's been a little. I know. Well, I was like, I wonder if he would say anything, or he'd probably sign an NDA, and then I'll be like, "Will you tell us?" And then the question is just no. <laughs> it's funny how because I, I actually was, I looked and um, suddenly there was loads of articles um, about me on like comic book websites, and um, it's. It, I mean, I get a I get a bit of a kick as well out of people theorizing like what what happened and stuff. Um, and lots of people going, oh, you know, I wonder if he signed an NDA and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, it's true. You do sign an NDA. And yeah, it's one of those where like you just I'm blown away by enthusiasm people have for for this Snyder Cup. Um, but there's such a big, big movement for it. Are you fingers crossed? I don't know where you where do you stand? Where, where do you stand on it? Do you um, I mean, what what did you think generally of like Man of Steel? Batman v Superman into Justice League. What, where do you stand on like DC EU? Uh, so, <laughs> um, so I am a huge comic book movie fan. I think Batman versus Superman was rough for me because it felt like that movie didn't know what it wanted to be. I will be honest. The first like scene when he's like lifted up by the bats, I started laughing in the theater. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> And uh, I was like, no. Um, so I had, I str- yeah, I know, I know. And that's, it, and I feel like people, it's it's very one or the other, which is funny because I am all in when it comes to D- uh, TV. I love all the, the, yeah, <laughs> all, I love all the DC shows. Um, I, I have no issue with like the gritty, whatever that I just saw Titans on Friday when it came out. Love it. It's super gritty. Oh, I haven't watched you know, it yet. Oh, like it's it? good. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I wish that we had the whole season, but I guess we're doing one a week, but, um, I did like Justice League. Did you League. watch it on? Did you watch it on the DC? On the DC um, universe? Yeah. Oh, you, you guys guys don't have it yet. Do you? No. Um, but I believe it's gonna, I believe Netflix UK have bought it. Yeah. I think it's good. So yeah, I think it's good. Yeah. Well, you watch it when it comes out, and hopefully you get the whole thing at once. Because I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> that can't yeah. Be it. yeah, it's yeah. um, it's good. So, but I did struggle with Batman versus Superman more than the other two on either end. And Justice League, I would really like to have seen what Snyder had in mind because I think you just it, it's having two totally different directors on the same film. It you could you could tell you know. And oh I think yeah. That's an, an really unfortunate byproduct of that and it's also when you when you have when you have two different directors that are fundamentally different filmmakers right i think that was you know people and obviously i love the passion on you know there's loads of huge two directors as well that carry a very loyal following you know whedon from buffy to right up firefly he's got a committed fan base Snyder's got a committed fan base, 
and their aesthetic is so different. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's, yeah. I think, you know, it's, I felt like I could watch it and go, oh, this feels like Whedon. Oh, this feels like Snyder. Oh, this feels like... Yes. Um, but then neither, the movie didn't, as a whole, didn't feel like either one because it was this, like, kind of back and forth to me because it just, which I think hurt the movie. Well, I love Batman v Superman, so... <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? You know what? I, I um... Because uh, Sam Bradford uh, and I, creators of the few, we we actually unite on that Batman v Superman thing. I actually I was watching it again the other day. But the thing is that that whole I think that bit where he because I remember going into Batman v Superman and I was and I was thinking I don't I don't really think I need another Batman origin. But when I saw what Snyder did, I was like, yep. Thank you. This is bloody breathtaking. And I thought the, it's all opinions. I thought the bit, the bit that you said that you laughed at, <laughs> I thought that at the beginning of the movie kind of tells you what kind of movie it is. It was kind of basically going, and at first it was like, whoa. But then I was like, oh, he's basically, I mean, obviously I could be wrong, but to me it was like, this isn't Nolan. Right. This isn't the real world. This is operatic, epic, godlike stories, um, like Greek mythology or you know whatever your reference point is. So, um, but yeah, it's it's the beauty of it. Though everyone you know yeah. everyone's got their favorites, and that, that's what I and I love that everyone's got their favorite kind of vibe within the superhero genre. So, I was just gonna say it's interesting that you say operatic because it does. I think about the scene where he's walking through the field, and it's very like gladiator, like the wheat. You know, and this like, and, and that it did feel like that, but I guess that maybe was my issue with it because it felt like it would do that at times, and then it would go back to like a regular, you know, sockum kind of. And I was like, <laughs> which one is it? <laughs> okay, okay, give me yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> well, my my favorite, you know, my um, uh, my favorite Batman movie is still eighty nine, which is is a lot of people say is like an opera, yeah, um, or like a silent movie. Yeah. Um, so that's my that's my favorite. But I love the Nolan version as well. So that's yeah. the beauty. Of, um, it's going to be so interesting to see what happens with the DC movies now with Joker and uh, all the other ones, like Aquaman and Shazam. I'm really looking forward to Shazam. Oh, it looks so funny. I I'm excited yeah. for that. And Aquaman looks phenomenal. Um, but yeah, and then of course with the rumors of James Gunn coming in at Suicide Squad will be super interesting. Yes. Although I feel like that's where he should have been all along. I mean, no, I love Guardians, but he's such like, you know, his older stuff is very gritty and violent. Um, <laughs> I feel like DC's a Dave, good fit. Dave Batista might be coming over. Right. <laughs> oh, it's, very, it's interesting. So yeah, I guess you can't really tell us. Like, I know you said it was like a 20-minute like would have been in the film, like a 20 minute whole thing, right? Like the scene that you would, or a totally different arc or not different, but like an additional arc to the story. No, I, I, the, Myself and a few of the cast members w- were watching it and it was clear that that's why, you know, and I've said it before, like I had a blast and um, it's totally, I totally get it because when you get a new director, it's his vision. Well, um, the new, when, when I watched it, there was a clear point when there was another arc in the story of the whole thing that they kind of decided we don't need that. It was like another, and you know, I think people will have a strong idea of what, what 
it might have been. So yeah, that's. I mean, that's it basically. I mean, one day I'll probably say, but you know, it's it is what it is. And um, yeah, it was. I had, I had a blast working with uh, Zack Snyder, and I would have loved to work with Whedon. Um, but obviously, you know, he had his vision. He had to execute his vision. Well, we'll just hope that this means now, since you're not, you know, in that, then you can be in a future one. That's what my agent said, you know. <laughs> of course, now you have <laughs> like, was My agent was like, I'm so glad that you're not in this film. And I was like, I was like, what? And then she was like, because now you're free for other DC roles. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I like your thinking. Um, but no, I have, I have auditioned for some DC TV shows. So, um, yeah, obviously, yeah, I love the, I love a lot of the D. I'm looking forward to Titans, um, and I, lo- I also love, you know, my other TV favors, the Marvel Netflix stuff. Yeah. Which a lot of people in the f- have like compared the few to, um, in terms of that, that kind of Daredevil, Jessica Jones, kind of splash of sci-fi, but it's quite noir and quite grounded, that kind of thing. So, um. I love that compliment. Yeah, I, I mean, especially I would say with uh, Jessica Jones or Luke Cage because it's not the like put on costumes and everybody wears, you know, it's not Arrow or Supergirl, this constant thing. It's very, this is a human story um, mm-hmm. where people happen to have powers. But we do want spandex in the, in the spandex maybe in the third season. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> We'll go. We'll go. We'll go. Uh, Joel Schumacher for the third series and get the nipples. Nipples on the suits. Nice. How about that? <laughs> okay, that's hilarious. Well, that sounds really great. Well, we are so excited. Uh, you know, we are totally behind the few season two, and we tell everybody go on and uh, and donate, get your incentives, and uh, push Sam here to do a Skype call because you would love it. Would they? I'll, t- I'll, I'll your your recommend I'll I'll appreciate and take. Um, well, yeah. So on that, um, yeah. Um, so the the Indiegogo campaign will be live as we speak. Yep. Um, so go to um, I'm sure you guys will post it post the link, but um, at the few series on Twitter at Funiverse on Instagram, or find me at Sam Benjamin now on Twitter and Instagram, and I'll be. I'll be plugging it loads and yeah, get involved in the super perks and get in there quick. Cause we're running it for two weeks and then, yeah. So, um, we've also, we've, we've announced, we'll have announced most of the cast by now. So that's also on the, on the Twitter page and the Instagram page. Um, but there's a couple more casting announcements to come. Um, so stay tuned and, and also thank you guys. And thank you everyone that's watched the first series you can do youtube.com slash the few to, to catch up and get yourself um, warmed up and, and juiced up for the second one. Um, so, yeah. Perfect. Sounds good. Well, good luck. Uh, we can't wait to see it. I mean, we will have to wait to see it, but we can't wait. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Look out for those three lions. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for chatting with us again. Thank you so much for having me on. You just listened to the podcast Nerds of the Hub. Produced, recorded, and edited by the TV Series Hub team. If you want to read TV and film-related articles, reviews, and more, go to www.tvserieshub.tv. Also, follow us on Twitter and check our Facebook page. Both are TV Series Hub. Send us a message. No, proudly.